You are listening to Artisan Adventures with FGG Designs. Join us on our journey as we explore the different worlds of wood carving, ring making, knife making, photography, pyrography, leathercraft, crochet, and paper art. This is episode 11, Getting Started in Woodworking Part 4. Today, Sean will describe the woods and materials that he uses and help us understand what types of wood are best when we start wood carving. Sean, you have soft and hard woods. Let's first take a look at some of the soft woods that either you have used that you would recommend. Uh, what are the advantages of soft woods? Can they be used for every type of wood carving or are there specific types of of carving that are best done with softer wood soft wood is a great wood to start with well because the clue is in the name it, it's soft mm-hmm. um, and obviously a hard wood is going to be a lot harder to carve and if you're starting out something like basswood or pine is a lot easier to carve and you haven't got to put as much effort and you have a lot more control to go through it that being said because they are soft they're not that suitable for many things so for kitchen utensils whether it be spoon spatula spreader you name it you'd want hardwood for that okay because the grain is more closed and um, again if you think of like if you have a pine furniture it doesn't take much to actually dent that piece of furniture you can drop right just anything on it and it'll leave a dent whereas a hardwood like a nice oak table it, it won't dent so when it comes to softwoods they're great for starter out projects even things like little pendants that, you know, aren't going to get a lot of thrashing. But that's where I would stop with softwoods. But I would definitely recommend, actually, my first spoon, I, one of my first spoons I carved was from pine just because I was getting used to it and I didn't mm-hmm. know the difference back then. It's, yeah, it's a lot easier on your hands. And, I mean, you can buy pre-cut basswood from a, you know, a hobby craft store. Right. And they come like little maybe inch by inch or two inch by one inch little figures that you can then carve down and okay. carve a little person or anything you want out of it just to practice doing mm-hmm. some cuts. And in fact, I'd probably recommend doing that before you start cutting down trees. Right. You know, buy some wood from a store and use that. And can yeah, pop. I know you can get it, uh, get it at Michael's. Uh, you can even get it at like Lowe's and mm. Home Depot and Osh. I'm sure Hobby Lobby is another one you could probably yes. get. Little little starter carving kits. And mm-hmm. I mean, they'd have just assorted size of little basswood pieces. I wasn't necessarily referring to those the starting carving kits, oh, okay. but, but just the, the plain basswood. I've, yeah. I've seen it there in little blocks mm. that you can... And pine. Yeah, pine is another softwood. Basically, a lot of softwoods are the evergreen type trees. So you get pine, cedar, and all of those. Again, they're great woods, but I just don't personally recommend them for eating spoons, especially as something like pine when it's fresh or evergreen wood when it's fresh it's very sappy mm-hmm. and you'll be forever cleaning your knife every couple of cuts you've got sap all over your blade and you've got to try and clean that off and mm-hmm. it's more trouble than it's worth whereas if you've got it already seasoned and dried in a store that's you know comes in you know a length of two by four you can whittle away at that but it won't usually leave you with a great it'd be hard to get a great finish on it right um, and it's just you know it's very light very soft easily breakable so i just don't personally recommend that for something that you're going to use to eat with or cook with but saying that there are some people who use pine for cooking spoons and 
stuff. So I'd personally say just use what you have available to you. But if you have a, a choice, hardwood for utensils and you can use softwood for little figurines or pendants. But again, if you're going to go very detailed and small with a pendant, pine is more likely to snap. Or okay. basswood is more likely to snap because it's a very soft wood. Mm-hmm. But hardwood is my personal preference for anything, uh, whether it be little figurines or spoons. Because again, hardwood is a lot a lot more close grained and it's when it dries it dries very hard mm-hmm. um, but as I said I carve wood when it's fresh so even hardwood when it's fresh is easy to carve right again it's only when it dries out that's when it starts to become very tiresome on your hands mm-hmm. but that has an advantage we've talked about this um, personally before that for instance with your spoons when you're carving the fresh wood it's still soft and pliable but when the spoons start to dry out, then it, it becomes very solid yep. and very sturdy. And you can hear the difference. Yeah. Uh, when you're carving it, when it's wet, if you bang it on the table, you can hear the boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. But then when it's dry, it's got that clank sound. It's, yeah. You know, it, it sounds solid and it feels mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. Which is also when, there's a bit of a sidetrack here, but if you are carving a spoon when it's fresh wood, leave more wood on the spoon than you would like to keep there and go over it when it's dry because the thinner you get when it's fresh it's more likely to snap because wood when it dries it gains its strength Mm -hmm. Uh, when it's fresh it's still very breakable or bendable at least i mean if you look at if you look at a twig while it's on the tree you can bend it but if you pick up a twig that's been on the floor for a, a month you just snap it right but generally the wood gains its strength when it dries so you don't want to put a lot of pressure on something to do some nice because when you're doing the the finishing cuts it takes quite a bit of pressure because you want to make sure you get it in one swoop and yeah it's easy to do that when it's dry and it takes a lot more more strength but yeah that was a bit of a sidetrack but for hardwoods they can be used for anything and again something like a pendant i mean i've carved a few little pendants for example a leaf or a feather it's very thin but i mean if you try to snap it you probably could right but it won't I mean, if it was done from basswood or pine, it would take much less effort to snap that in half. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to spoons, they, they're a lot stronger. If you're going to be having a cooking spoon or a serving spoon and it's going to be used and thrashed about, you don't want it to be snapping. Right. Um, so definitely hardwoods for those. And I just find hardwood actually more predictable. There are certain woods like cherry, which we mentioned last time, is probably my favorite wood so far to carve. And, I mean, some hardwoods range from very, very hard to still quite soft. I mean, even something like aspen is still considered a hardwood. But carving that lately is so soft that I put the slightest pressure on and I've I've cut, which is a good thing. But at the same time, when you're in a position like I have three or four different types of wood at my disposal, I go from lemon wood, which is very hard, to aspen, and I put the same pressure on I have been say if I've been carving lemon wood and I've you know I'm putting the same pressure I'll then go to aspen I cut my spoon in half because mm. it's just it's so soft and right. actually the harder the wood the nicer the finish it mm-hmm. takes right the harder the wood the the smaller the grain is and the closer mm-hmm. it is together and yeah when you've got something that's soft it doesn't look it hasn't got that shiny finish that sometimes you get when a you finish say a spoon with cherry and that's when something like aspen, I'm more likely to maybe try and sand a little bit afterwards as well, just because it, it's harder to get that 
smoother finish and I still strive for that finish but I'm more reluctant to probably sand an aspen spoon than I am something like cherry because I've carved cherry what the other day mm-hmm. and it didn't take much at all to get a nice smooth finish on that right. um, but I can be spending hours on aspen and every cut I make goes a little bit too deep mm. and then I need to go back and make another cut and then before you know it you've got a toothpick rather than a cooking spoon and <laughs> it's just it's a nightmare sometimes so. well maybe you know if there's listeners out there that are thinking of removing a fruit tree in their backyard mm. or uh, especially a cherry tree but it, just about any fruit tree uh, citrus fruit trees fruits, are the best you know if anyone happens to know of anybody getting rid of some of that wood you can always send it our way yeah that's how we've picked up a number of different types of wood yeah and if you're getting into this and you want to know where to get wood from here in the u.s we have craigslist and that was a great place i mean Mm -hmm. within was it four three four days of us moving here (laughs) we looked on there we got this massive amount of lemon wood we just able to go to this they'd cut down two or three trees in their back garden and they were they were huge trees yeah they weren't big small little trees my chopping block is made from that lemon yeah and we still have loads of it left and i've carved at least 70 pieces out of it so far yeah and i'm not even halfway through it but yeah so something like that is a good place to look free cycle whatever your kind of what website for that is or Mm-hmm. get in touch with maybe some local tree surgeons arborists people who cut down trees for a living because it breaks my heart when i hear that of the the chipper outside and <laughs> actually just before recording this there were people cutting down trees and well they're pruning at that point and i didn't think there was anything there but actually the further we looked we saw there were actually quite bigger chunks that i just put through the chipper yeah so i probably could have got some wood from that but if you ever are out and about and you see them cutting it down and they're just going to throw it through the chipper, mm-hmm. try and save it. Save yeah. it. Save a tree. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Make good use of that tree. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot more to say about softwood and hardwood. We wanted to touch on one one more thing. You've sort of touched on it a little bit, but we do need to sort of think about the time of this podcast because we're enjoying ourselves and hopefully the listeners are too. But we will try to round it off fairly quickly. What can you say about fresh and good wood? I learned this from more experience. When you first start out, you pick up anything and start trying to carve it. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, not every piece of wood that you find is going to be great. You could have a piece of wood that you find on the floor. I'm talking about like from an actual tree, not walking into a, a, a DIY store and picking up something, but right. so some, somewhere on the ground in in well, if in you live woods. in yeah, yeah if you know, live in an area where there's woods or someplace yeah. like that. So the fresher the better. Um, again, so if you're around someone who's cutting down a tree, you have a neighbor who wants their tree cutting down, or you're out and about and you hear the chainsaw going, you know, you know it's going to be fresh. Mm-hmm. That tends to be good wood. Okay. Um, whereas if it's somewhere that's just lying down in the woods for you don't know how long it's been there. But I went out collecting wood when I first started and had to throw pretty much all of it away because it was rotten. Oh, wow. You never really see what it's like on the inside. I mean, a good sign is if the bark is falling off, it's dead. Right. And you probably want to stay clear of that. I mean, <laughs> there's some wood in there you might be able to use, but it's not really worth it. Right. So the fresher, the better. Um, if it, at least you've been fresh cut. If you have a way and you're allowed to, I know there are different laws in different places, but if you're allowed to cut down your own limbs of your trees then that's obviously the best bet because at least you know it's fresh right but yeah try and stay clear of 
something that's been on the ground too long. And again, I know if you just walk through the woods for the first time, you don't know how long it's been there, but there are some signs you can see. I mean, if you pick it up and it feels dry and it feels very mm-hmm. light, it's probably not good. Right. Um, and again, you can look and you can see there's little bug holes in the, in the outside of it. It's probably been eaten on the inside as well. Um, but then when you do have fresh wood, the, again, you have choices to try and choose pieces that don't have knots in them or branches sticking out the other side because, you know, wherever a branch comes in, there's going to be a knot. So you want to try and find the smoothest, freshest piece that hasn't got as many knots. And when you're first starting out, I would recommend trying to find a nice straight branch. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's just a few things to look for when you're, when you're out gallivanting around looking for wood. Try and, don't just see a piece of wood in the floor and think, oh, that'll do. Have a look at it first and try and find something fresh. And if it is fresh, find it nice and, you know, a nice size, but without much knots and as straight as you possibly can get. Okay. So that would be, uh, just picking up any old wood is sort of a novice mistake. Yeah. And I, again, I learned that. And even now I drive past something and I see wood and I'm like, Ooh, and I don't even know if it's good. I just see it and my right. eyes light up. Yeah. You, you have an affinity for wood. You love wood. Yeah. You're always focused on wood, but this has been a, an excellent episode as all of ours are obviously <laughs> talking about some of the different types of woods and materials that we use. We just briefly Uh, looked at those things. We'll talk a lot more about these things in other episodes. So we'll round uh, this one off for today and uh, come back tomorrow or next week. Come back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you have been motivated by today's topics to excel in your craft, but most importantly, to live for God's glory. If you have any questions about this episode, please write us at podcast at fggdesigns.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit us at fggdesigns.com.